Hey y'all, it's Lauren. And it's Emma. And we're back with another episode of Community. So what's been up with you, Lauren? Oh my God. What? So this <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. So this like couple of weeks ago, I went to my first like conscious movement class. Can you tell me what conscious movement is? Yes, I can. Because Thank before you. that class, I did not know what that was. <laughs> so it's going to sound kind of crazy. So I'm going to try to like, I don't know, synthesize it in, mm-hmm. in the best way. But conscious movement is basically like um, intentional, like intentional movement, like really connecting your mind and your spirit with your body. And so what that means is like taking a general theme like this, the general theme of this class was and is guided. So the general theme of this class was, you know, how do we connect our mind, bodies and spirits um, with the four elements? So like the earth, air, fire, water. Um, And so basically what we did is like with the teacher or the the leader kind of like guiding us. It's like, okay, so when we think about fire, we think about X, Y, Z. And we think about new beginnings and what we need to like, um, you know, get rid of to kind of build right. renew. So like, really like think about what you need to get rid of and like throw it in the fire. And so you do like all these movements and kind of like let your spirit and your body take over. Um, what's well, spirit and your body take over? But like you, <laughs> you kind of like really dig deep. Like yeah. it, it really like had me dig deep and be like, okay, what is like holding me back right now? Because mm. I talked about last week how I'm like kind of going on this journey right now. So it's like, what what is like holding me back? Like what is like a recurring theme of like what I feel like needs to kind of be removed for me to keep moving forward? And so. I was able to like really think about that and like have this space of, you know, what does it mean to go with the flow like air? What does it mean to be, um, you know, kind of, um, you know, driving my own current like water? Like, like what do these yeah. things mean? And so yeah. it's like this super safe space where it's like 50 other people like doing the same thing. And after the class, I just felt like I just felt like I had released so mm-hmm. much. It's so crazy. Um, so. So, yeah, shout out to I don't remember what the name of the lady was, but. Shout out to her and the conscious movement situation. Yeah, and I will come with you next time yeah. and then I'll report back to the listeners on my experience because I'm interested if we would experience it the same or yeah. different ways. Yeah. I will say there was one minute where I kind of like, you know, got in the moment and just just like really moving and then my back went and I was like, <laughs> uh, let me, <laughs> my mind and my body not lining up right now. So I mean, Speaking of, I like have been purging a bit of my closet. Um, And this is why it's speaking of, which is that I finally got rid of footwear that was like not serving (laughs) my physical needs, you know, where you're just like these heels are so cute. But like the width of this heel is just like not going to support what I need it to on a night out. So like I've reached that part of my life. Uh, That's real, though. I mean, they're so cute, too. If anyone wears an eight and a half and wants some cute shoes, let me know. I wear eight and a half. Oh. But I don't wear heels. So yeah. <laughs> if any 24-year-olds right, are right. in search of. <laughs> so that's how my week, that's how my okay. couple of weeks went. So it was yeah. good. It was good. That's what I've, I mean, I've been like cleaning house and, and just really organizing. So that's feeling really good. Good for you. Yeah. Shout out to us. Killing it. And the Scorpio, which, oh, the other thing is Scorpio season. Ooh. So, you know, protect your energies, people. I'm not anti-Scorpio, but like they they have an energy. So you Whip just that have little to be tail careful. around. <laughs> Our audio engineer, engineer, Ben, is like looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> they whipped that little tail around. It's over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. We're glad to have you all back here for part two of our Rikers episode. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, the first episode was really a lot about like laying out history, some facts, um, obviously stories of people, um, which were really heavy. I mean, I know yeah. even for us, like we knew what we were going to be talking right. about and it was still a lot. Um, yeah. I think it always is. And I, I mean, I to me, that's like a very human, re- right? Like like having a reaction to stories like that is like how you know you're a functioning human being. Is right. The way you that should I think about it like you should be yeah. um, or like it it is very normal and okay yeah. to be having those <laughs> yeah. reactions. Um, I think people react differently to things. But anyway, today um, we want to talk about kind of the state of Rikers and the state of things. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Rikers is officially supposed to close by 2026. We'll get more into that. Um, and kind of we want to talk about where different groups stand on it, because even though that has been voted on, there's still a lot of questions. There's still some complications and everyone doesn't agree on everything from here on out. Um, and then we want to talk about actions um, that people can take, both related to Rikers, but also the system at large and in general, um, because there's actually way more that you yeah. can do than you probably think. Right. Right. So one of the things that. Um, over the course of time, when we we're thinking about what we wanted to share in this second part was I came across the like a tourism site for for Rikers Island, like a like you go on a tour. Well, you like the hop on, you know, like the NYC hop on, oh, hop, off, hop off. Yeah, situation. I've never done it because I grew up here, but I know it. I kind of want to do. But anyway, <laughs> but not to Rikers Island. Yeah. yeah. Um, But like one of the things I came across was like it's like a a tourist attraction and so like thinking about everything we talked about you know in the last episode and then thinking about how people can just like go see like oh what is this it was kind of crazy so i went to the hop on hop off site um newyorkjourney.com slash rikers island um oh my god it has its own page yeah it has its own own page yeah and it's like and so basically it's like the history of rikers island can be traced to like dutch colonial occupation blah 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 and it's like during the like the facts. This is a section that says facts. Mm-hmm. And it says during the American Civil War, the island was utilized to train Union soldiers. OK, cool. Or whatever. Um, is th- it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says in the early 1930s, it was officially converted into a correctional campus. Um, since then, Rikers Island has rapidly grown into one of the largest facilities of its kind in the United States. And it's like that wow. was underneath the facts. So, I mean, it's yeah. like yes it has rapidly grown to be what like yes that's true but do you mean like a like just an inhumane jail like right. it's one of the biggest inhumane jails in the country yeah. i mean that's yeah. not really like a yeah anyway then the wow. last sentence says for decades the island has been the subject of great debate among politicians citizens and advocacy groups modern mainstream media is also responsible for giving the island an infamous reputation. Oh my God, my eyes are so wide right Yo, now. I'm just crazy. Click here to book your NYC hop on, Ooh. hop off bus tour. Like this is a real thing. This wow. is crazy. And so you have people coming from, you know, wherever in around the world, really. And I mean, most importantly, from around the United States. And like, this is what they're coming to like this. Like, this is an attraction. And like, this is what they're being told is the history of this place. God only knows what the hop on hop off bus person is saying. And -hmm. it's like the whole mainstream media thing is we like, I I just find that verbiage very strange. Yes. Like, who wrote that? Mm. Like, I don't know. So I I have thoughts. I don't know. I mean, we're we haven't even gotten to actions yet, but I feel like one great action is like you could email hop on, hop off. Yeah. And be like, hey, you know, like, I mean, literally anything. Maybe we can draw more attention to this. Um, 
And listen, I don't know if they really go and because I can't really tell. Cause oh, okay. I, I feel like they keep it very like, you know, whatever. Maybe they for, just like see it from afar. Yeah, but still. But still. Like, I mean, right. The idea. I've been on hop off, hop on, hop off buses and the person driving the driver has like so many stories and stuff. And it's like people have this like crazy sense of like what is going on with this. So I just wanted to point that out that like, like reading is fundamental. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like back checking and making sure that like the information that you're being given is like Mm -hmm. actually all of the information. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I just find that to be crazy. It is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I think they'll be able to take tours there anytime after 2026. Oh, great. Because um, so in October, um, the New York City Council uh, Land Use Committee voted in favor of the plan to close Rikers Island and replace it with smaller borough based jails. So what that means is that um, so New York City is made up of five boroughs. For those of you who don't know, Rikers Island, as we said, is on its own little island. um, And they want to, instead of having Rikers, um, have four jails in different boroughs. So Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan um, and the Bronx. Right now, all of them except for the Bronx already have jails there. So it's about expanding the ones that they do have. The Mm -hmm. one in the Bronx is a little more complicated because it doesn't exist. And so they'd be just building a brand new building. Um, which just like sidebar, I saw like a an art like an artist's rendering or whatever of like what the jail would look like. Oh my god. And it was like almost looked like a like a nice office space and i was just like i cannot imagine that this is what the jail is gonna look like like it's just it it was like there was like a kid's play area and then just like people walking around with chairs and i'm like i don't think people are i don't think that's how that works yeah like so why are you giving us this like it was like this like really nice picture of like look at these borough based jails they're gonna be so lovely and i was like i don't know right anyway so um, the plan to close Rikers is going to cost $8.7 billion. Now, one side note, and this is just my own thing, which mm-hmm. is like construction always costs twice as much mm-hmm. and takes three times as long. Mm-hmm. That's like the rule. So I, I would imagine it will end up costing more. Um, and so they want to, they allegedly say these are going to be like more humane jails um, while they're doing construction on the borough jails. They're actually going to move the people to Rikers. Oh, girl. So I don't really. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not exactly sure how that is going to work. Okay. Um, and then the idea is that by 2026, like January 1, 2026, there will be nobody on Rikers anymore. So there are obviously, like I said, you know, construction usually takes longer and all that. There are people who obviously believe it's not going to happen by then. So the mayor and the speaker of the city council's um, land use committee passed a resolution recently um, that lets the city council file an application to the Department of City Planning to remap Rikers Island. And um, what that really means is that they'll make it like a public space in 2026 so that like they wouldn't, they literally would not be legally allowed to have people there. So that's kind of like one of the ways that they're trying to be like, okay, you've made this plan. That seems really like a a timeline that's not going to happen. So here's how we're going to make sure that there's not going to be anybody. Otherwise, where do you put those people? Exactly. So, Okay. There are a lot of different groups that um, have different feelings about kind of where we are and where we should go. Mm-hmm. So one group I want to introduce is called the Lipman Commission, which was the independent commission 
um, that was chaired by a former chief judge um, in New York, of the state of New York. And so it was, quote unquote, an independent body of more than two dozen experts, policymakers, advocates, including law enforcement, academia, judiciary, advocacy groups, business, people who have been in prison. Right. It was supposed to be this commission that was going to look yeah. into, like, what should we do with Riker? Yeah. So that's the Lippman Commission. And they came out and kind of gave their ideas of like what we should do, what we shouldn't do. And that was part of the whole conversation about closing records. Okay. So that's the Lippman Commission. Okay. Then you have the mayor's office, which is Mayor de Blasio. (laughs) That's all I have to say (laughs) about that. (laughs) Uh, Then there is um, the No New Jails group, which is usually seen as like hashtag No New Jails. Okay. Um, and so they are for, you know, closing Rikers, but they're also like, we shouldn't be opening new jails. Mm. Like we need to find other solutions and other ways. Like let's not make building new jails a part of the plan. Right. Um, that's, that's a very like, you know, easy watered down version of what they stand for. Right, you can right, definitely right. go to their website and see all of it and all the actions that they're doing, which again, we'll talk about. Um, and then the last one is the hashtag close Rikers group, which was a group of almost 60 organizations that were trying to, ref- that are trying to reform the criminal justice system, but were a big part also of pushing the actual closing of Rikers because they were oh, wow. hashtag close Rikers. Um, and that campaign has been going on for years. So um, all of those groups, it seems are in agreement that Rikers needed to be closed. Sure. So it was closed. Right. Um, they generally acknowledge that some form of detention will have to continue in New York City, meaning that like probably in like January 1, 2026, we're not abolishing the criminal justice system. Sure. That like sure. So it will exist in, in the near future. There are definitely some people and some of these groups that are like, our goal is prison abolition. Mm. But they acknowledge that, like, in 2026, that probably won't be where we are. Right. So we have to have a, some kind of a plan. Right. Um, and they have all the groups have a maximum proposed detention cap in New York City, which I didn't know we had one. But apparently the detention cap right now is 14,000 people. Uh-uh. Right. I know. It's very high. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so close Rikers and no new jails say the cap should be 3000. The mayor's office says 3300 and the commission suggested 5000. So the next question is like, OK, so where should people go when Rikers are closed? Yeah. The commission wanted to put facilities in all five of the boroughs, which includes Staten Island. Mayors and close Rikers said four, which is kind of where things landed for now. And then no new jails says existing facilities, including the boat, the barge mm-hmm. that we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they do all see eye to eye on a few things. Um, one is that the there need to be changes to the Department of Corrections, um, specifically in the culture. Yeah. Um, and demands for community-based investments. So I don't know that they agree on the details of community-based investments, but they all think that we are going to have to um, put money into different communities. And so actually, as part of the the actual closing of Rikers, there is $265 million going into what they're it's sort of like keeping people out of the system and supporting people who have been released. Wow. So that's a lot. But I mean, no, that's, that's a lot of info. I mean, it's a lot of info, but I feel like that's, I mean, I didn't even know a lot of this stuff. And I think... You know, when we talk about like that cap, like granted, I'm not an expert on like, you know, all the fundamentals of how you determine a cap. But I also think it's important to I mean, I feel like I kind of agree with that because it, it, I feel like it forces 
judges, the system, police officers, and everyone else in between to be very intentional about who is sent to jail mm-hmm. and who isn't. Yeah, which is point. important mm-hmm. because it's like if you know you are at twenty two hundred and you got like a kid that just like jumped a turnstile. Mm-hmm. You, know, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and in some ways it's like the opposite of a quota system, which yeah, we have seen has yeah. led to like over policing, where you're like you have to arrest X amount of people in this month, and so you see like arrests used yep. to go up toward the end of yep. the month. I mean, it's sad that we even have to say like, oh, maybe we should like, I don't know, cap how many people we're arresting. But I think I don't. And listen, this is I don't know that this is like the answer per se, but I do think it's worth trying. Yeah. 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 And uh, and like so these borough based jails. So the one in Brooklyn is like relatively close to where I grew up Mm -hmm. and relatively close to where I live now. And I've always known that it was there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's right near also a lot of like the um the courthouses like there's a lot of stuff in downtown brooklyn around the system um it's also like you know the place where there it says bail bonds and like every right 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 like a, um and it's a pretty big building already you know like it's it's i don't know 15 stories and it's also the facility which you probably may remember this last winter had no heat Yes. That, and there were all of those protests. I do remember that. And it was like zero yes. degrees. So that's the facility that they're talking about <sighs> expanding. So, you know, I, to me, I'm also like, okay, well, if if we're really going to do that and it's supposed to be, quote unquote, more humane, um, you know, there are already existing issues that really need to be addressed in right. those places. Right. Um, that like building- that might be better than Rikers, but that doesn't mean it's it's a, a correct living condition for anybody. No, not at all. Um, and so they're I think that one they're talking about expanding to like 26 floors. Um, and, you know, that area is really interesting to me, too, because you have this this jail like on the corner on a main, a relatively main street. Yeah. Um, and especially now, like the neighborhood has gentrified even more and more and more. So you also have these like high rises and these like luxury buildings and then there's a jail. And to be honest, like I always wonder if the people who are moving in now like even know. Probably not. You know, like do you Honestly, know that like you're walking past a not. jail with like a lot of young kids yeah. and, and adults in it like every day? Yeah. I don't know. I almost feel like I mean, I would assume not, especially because so many people in the city, I mean, including myself sometimes, you know, we put our earphones in and we're just walking, yeah. walking, walking. We don't pay attention. But when you really stop and think like, yeah, I'm like, this is what's around me. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I always like every time I walk by there, I'm like, there are people right now at that window looking out seeing oh, me. Oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. Oh, like God. it's it's it, it's hidden in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, I mean, it's not, but right. in terms of like those facilities, right. so right, right. something like even like Rutgers, it's yeah. literally like on an island away from things. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, no new jails is a really interesting one. Well, if not no new jails, then what? You know? What do you mean? Like, I, you know, when we say like, hashtag no new jails, like, but then, but then like, what do we do? <laughs> you know right, right. <laughs> you know what i mean well i think that like i mean part of it is like how do we just stop arresting I mean, and criminalizing people yeah. right so like should like if we're looking at what the whole the system as a whole and then new york city and rikers and how many people are there like do all these people really need to be in jail right. probably not right, you know right, right. <laughs> i mean i would say I'm no i'm gonna say no i'm yeah. gonna say no but also like you know i think that part of their thing is like can we just stop putting people into jail yeah you know maybe not every single person like i don't know that we have a solution to completely abolish prison yeah um but that there are a lot of people um that really don't need to be there yeah 
So one of the things that there is a lot of opportunity for people to take action on, there's obviously things that you can do related to Rikers. Um, you can, we'll link to it, but you can look at the No New Jails campaign. You can look at Close Rikers. Um, and if, you know, you feel that you're with one of those, you mm-hmm. can follow them. And there's a lot of actions that people are taking and different um, ways that they're advocating for what they want. But or and <laughs> but and but slash and <laughs> um, there is a lot of opportunity for us in our everyday lives to think about how small things that we can do can um, contribute to keeping people out of the system in the first place. Um, and so we're going to focus a bit on that um, for our actions, because while it might not seem like the most direct connection to something like Close Rikers, having people not enter the system in the mm-hmm. first place is the best way yep. to know that they are not going to have to deal with bad situations yep. in jails if they're just not there. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And so when we think about like what can our little actions do or like our everyday actions do, I just wanted to kind of point out. Um, when you first started talking about um, just like the New York City Council's land use committee and like they voted um, and what to do like with the borough based jails. Um, I like to point out the fact that though um, this is and this is like not directly and this action item is not directly connected to um, what we just talked about, but it it is an example of how your actions can fit into a larger um, a larger issue. Um, so a lot of you know that we have we're voting on, on November 5th for a lot of um, in New York City for a lot of um, local elections. Make sure you vote, please. Everybody needs oh to vote. Oh, my God. Go to Ballotpedia.org. Literally. All the information <laughs> like, is there. Literally. It's fine. You also yeah. have a legal right to take time from work to yep. vote if you need to. Yep. Look it up. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I just want to point out the fact that um, one of the questions on the ballot is New York City is an actual um, New York City land, land use charter amendment. So the New York City Council's land use committee um, has a charter. And so one of the things that we're voting on on November, November 5th um, is about one is an amendment on the charter. And I won't go into detail and like read all about it. Um, but that's just I just wanted to kind of bring home that something that kind of clicked in my head of like, oh, wait, this is the land use charter amendment for the land use council and committee that just voted to close Rikers. So, like, right, right. you know, so it, though, though it's not directly connected on what we're voting for November 5th, I just found it um, a very it was kind of like a call out moment of like. Whenever you think like, oh, these like, you know, local elections are happening. I don't know what a land use charter is. You need to find out what a land use charter is mm-hmm. because we are here using that to make like really yeah. big decisions on things. That's so true. Um, so just wanted to kind of point that out of like, you know, we always say do your research and vote. But like, honestly, like this, the, the whole Rikers Island and what we were talking about and the council committee that voted on this, like we you know, we vote on who is who are in those committees and mm-hmm. like what and what the charter says and what the amendments are. And so we got to like do when we talk about doing our part to just read and pay attention. Like this is a prime example of that. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, too, is um, just related to that is getting involved with your community board. Yeah. So everyone has them. And so like um, we mentioned the borough based jail in the Bronx and how there isn't a, a one there currently. And so there's actually a lot going on with the community board because the community board, because of 
how the land use vote went through, mm-hmm. they were like, our pro- our area shouldn't have gone through with those because those are in use and these aren't. And this is the way that the land use wow. thing worked. And so like, there's actually a whole thing based on all of the land use rules. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to figure out, you know, where the jail should go and what their rights are as like a, a community and all of that. So one, get involved with your community boards also, but it's another way that like land use is out here like coming into Man. everything. You know, and we're like, oh, what is land use? And it's like, yeah. no, like this is like real stuff out here that we need to be paying attention about. Yeah. And yes, like it can be a little like, you know, you know, it's like boring. Plenty. It's boring, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's not boring to people no. <laughs> that it's are also in like, it. It's like that's you know? how, you know, they, they figure out things like, you know, who can build where on yep. what. It's yep. like that's why, all, you know, all that construction is OK or not OK. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so another one we wanted to talk about is something that is like flying around social media now, but has been going on for a while, which is in New York City. Hashtag swipe it forward. Yeah. Um, and so that is about just contacts. If you're not in New York to ride the subways, you need a Metro card. Um, it swipes you mm-hmm. in. You can buy single use. You can buy by fare. You can buy it unlimited. Um, it also costs two dollars and seventy five cents to take it each way. Um, students receive Metro cards that work Monday to Friday. They get three rides. Um, that is it. And if you live within a certain distance of your school, you do not get one. So if you want to go anywhere, you don't have one. Slash, it also just costs money. Also, kids lose things all the time. Right. I just feel like that's important right. to know no, going yeah. into this conversation. Um, so basically, there's been two incidents recently that. Um, uh, have kind of brought this up to the forefront again. So one um, was a young man named Adrian Napier. Um, and he, I watched the video and this happened in a the train station that's like one train station away from where I grew up. So it was also just a crazy thing to mm-hmm. see right there too. But um, basically he's on the subway. Someone has a camera um, on it. There are like 10, 12, 14 cops outside um some of them have their guns out they're pointing them at him like through the window mm-hmm. and so like everybody in the car goes to the side because they right, realize yeah. that there are there are guns out um he has his hands up um he's literally being like do you want me to go on the floor like he's kind of making a motion like do you want me to get on the floor like what do you, yeah, know, what do like, you want, what do you me, want me, to me to do, do? so my i don't get killed right here. now my hands yeah. are here um and then he also this is like just like gutting he like turns and he's like call my mom like someone call my mom and the doors open and he's you know by himself in the middle of the train and they just like take him down crazy i mean his hands you know what i'm saying and it's like again this is it's like shades of the things we've seen before it happens over and over and over again um but allegedly they said that they had a report that he had a gun Allegedly. um, And at the end of the day, they charged him with evading his fare. That's crazy. Because they went after him and he jumped the turns. So basically, the story is they got this quote unquote report that he had a gun. I feel like that was a lie. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm saying that in a sense, like, I I, I have no idea, but like the story is they thought he had a gun. They went after him. He went in the train. He jumped the turnstile and they met him. Like, you know, they had cops ready to like meet him at whatever stop. Um, and then he got charged with evading his fare. So he got so all these cops, so twelve to fourteen Literally, cops for somebody who jumped a turnstile. Jumped a turnstile. That's crazy. Like, and I mean, the people around everybody's like, you know, yelling and being yeah. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And he he wasn't resisting. You know, he's not even like he he's was just resisting. He's like, what do you he literally do? was like, "We're there." They could have yeah. just put his hands behind his, you know, like kept it moving. But they, I mean, they really took him down. Um, 
it was wild. And so, so something that does happen a lot is that there are people who don't have a metro car, yeah. don't have the money for a fare, yeah. and they'll kind of hang out right when people are getting off to yeah. try to get swiped in. Um, they're like not really allowed to solicit. Like they can't, you know, it's it's not, they're not really allowed to do that. And you're also not allowed to accept money to mm-hmm. let someone in. But if you are leaving the train and you just say like, do you need a swipe? Yeah. You are allowed to swipe someone in. And Absolutely. so the, the swipe it forward campaign is letting people know like that is something you can do and yep. just raising awareness of it. And because it's not really something that people can solicit in that way, you have to really pay attention yep. and look up, which goes right back to our very first episode. Listen, full circle, baby. <laughs> full circle. Paying attention and having compassion when you are on the subway. So y'all thought it was like a really nice little cute thing, but it really The just, train is a community, baby. It is a community. Yeah. And so you will, I mean, this has happened to me a lot of times. You'll see a lot of times it's teenagers. Yeah. I mean, listen, my brother lost his Metro card all the time. Right. I'm pretty sure the only way he got through the city was getting swipes yeah. and jumping the turnstile. Yeah. And, you know, he was a white kid, so he just didn't get mm-hmm. pursued by cops. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, Period. and and so he got away with it a lot. Yeah. Um. And so giving a swipe, another good thing to know, if you have an unlimited Metro card, it re-ups every 18 minutes. So if you don't need it in the next 18 minutes, it's nothing for Literally you to swipe nothing it. To you. It costs you nothing yeah. and it can make a bit really big difference for somebody. And here's the thing. As someone, you know, I feel like at this point I've taken the subway so much, you know when somebody needs to swipe. Yeah. You know, just again, just pay attention. We got we got to look out for each other, period. Yeah. We have to look out for each other. Right. Like yeah. somebody not being able to pay for the subway yeah. is no reason for them to have to get like a ticket or like even worse. Like we have <laughs> seen. I mean, we talked yeah. about Khalif Browder in yep. the last one, the backpack. Yep. You know, and like that turned into that story. So it's like something really small can just go. You never know. Yeah. So like, let's just do our part. And then the other thing that we hope um, can be an action for you is that you can take the things that you've learned in these episodes, but also, you know, do your own research. There's a lot of documentaries. We'll link some things Mm -hmm. for you. Um, So if you have conversations with people who don't have as much information Mm -hmm. as you or people who are kind of the like, you do the crime, you do the time, people. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to like come at them and be like, actually, let me tell you about all these stats. Like, right. I've tried that. It really doesn't work well. Right. So like, you got to figure out the right way to do it. Right. But um, you can have more informed conversations um, and really talk to people about criminalization and talk to them about um, the different ways and reasons that people end up in the system and probably shouldn't be there yep. and kind of like, you know, all of that. And it, it's it's complicated and all these systems are interrelated. Um, but there's there is a lot of information out there to just mm-hmm. get more educated and and help others as well so we encourage you to just do that um, yeah. as an action like self-learning is always an action and it and it and it means so much and it takes so little from you it, it just right. gives more to you um and just piggybacking off what you were saying you know we are going into holiday season so we are going to be around you know a lot more family and a lot more people we maybe haven't seen in a while and so you know you have these conversations and i think um, you know, just really taking the time again, not like accosting people with like facts and things like that. But when we think about what we can do, honestly, just having the facts and being knowledgeable and being well versed in these issues is something major that we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who voted on November 5th. Yep. We see you if you didn't vote. Um, do better next time. Yep. <laughs> just vote. Um, local elections matter. We have big elections coming up. We'll be getting more into that. 
And thank you um, for joining us for these very important two episodes. Absolutely. Um, and as usual, you can find us on IG and in our Gmail inbox. We are community.pod. That's C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-E-A dot P-O-D. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.